This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Time is 9.30 and you are listening to NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, Te Reo Irirangi Onatangata o Manawatu, on Triple Nine am My name is Emma and this is Catholic Radio on the 33rd Sunday of Ordinary Time. Today is also the 6th World Day of the Poor, the theme for this year coming from 2 Corinthians, For Your Sakes Christ Became Poor. So during our liturgy today, may we reflect on these words of St Paul, and be moved to greater solidarity and responsibility for the poor. Over the next half hour, we will be participating in a radio liturgy, during which we will pray together, listen to and reflect on the readings for the day, and also hear some news from around the parishes. Our opening song for today is Gather Us In by Marty Hogan. Take the wine and the 
your daughters to call us anew to be salt for the earth. Give us to drink the wine of compassion. Give us to eat the bread that is you. Nourish us well and teach us to fashion lives that are holy and hearts that are true. begin our liturgy with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we enter into this celebration, let us review the past week, rejoicing in what went well, and repenting of our sins. Lord Jesus, you brought us pardon and peace. Why should we fear? Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, we seek your face. You will never desert us. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, we trust in you, in your strength and your love. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Loving Father, your risen Son sent us out into the world as ambassadors for the kingdom of God. Inspire us with your spirit of compassion, justice and truth to declare the good news to those who are poor, to work for the relief, defence and liberation of all who are trapped in oppressive circumstances. We make this our prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. We now listen to God's word. The first reading, a reading from the book of the prophet Malachi, Lo. The day is coming, blazing like an oven, when all the proud and all evildoers will be stubble, and the day that is coming will set them on fire, leaving them neither root nor branch, says the Lord of hosts. But for you who fear my name, there will arise the Son of Justice with its healing rays. The Word of the Lord Responsorial Psalm The Lord comes to rule the earth with justice. Sing praise to the Lord with the harp, with a harp and melodious song, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Sing joyfully before the King. The Lord responds, The Lord comes to rule the earth with justice. Let the sea and what fills it resound, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands, the mountains shout with them for joy. Response, 
the Lord comes to rule the earth with justice. Before the Lord, for He comes, for He comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with equity. Response, the Lord comes to rule the earth with justice. The second reading, a reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, you know how one must imitate us, for we did not act in a disorderly way among you, nor did we eat food received free from anyone. On the contrary, in toil and drudgery, night and day we worked, so as not to burden any of you. Not that we do not have the right, rather, we wanted to present ourselves as a model for you, so that you might imitate us. In fact, when we were with you, we instructed you that if anyone was unwilling to work, neither should that one eat. We hear that some are conducting themselves among you in this orderly way by not keeping busy but minding the business of others. Such people we instruct and urge in the Lord Jesus Christ to work quietly and to eat their own food. The Word of the Lord The Gospel reading A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, All that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. Then they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, See that you not be deceived. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives and friends, 
and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The Gospel of the Lord. For our reflection today, I will be reading a few excerpts from Pope Francis's message for the World Day of the Poor. I won't read all of it as we would be here all morning, but if you'd like to find the whole message, it's available on the official Vatican website. Jesus Christ, for your sakes, became poor. With these words, the Apostle Paul addresses the first Christians of Corinth in order to encourage their efforts to show solidarity with their brothers and sisters in need. The World Day of the Poor comes this year as a healthy challenge, helping us to reflect on our style of life and on the many forms of poverty around us. Several months ago, the world was emerging from the tempest of the pandemic, showing signs of an economic recovery that could benefit millions of people reduced to poverty by the loss of their jobs. A patch of blue sky was opening that, without detracting from our sorrow at the loss of our dear ones, promised to bring us back to direct interpersonal relations and to socialising with one another once more, without further prohibitions or restrictions. Now, however, a new catastrophe has appeared on the horizon, destined to impose on our world a very different scenario. The war in Ukraine has now been added to the regional wars, that for years have taken a heavy toll of death and destru destruction. What great poverty is produced by the senselessness of war? Wherever we look, we can see how violence strikes those who are defenceless and vulnerable. We think of the deportation of thousands of people, above all young boys and girls, in order to sever their roots and impose on them another identity. Millions of women, children and elderly people are being forced to brave the danger of bombs just to find safety by seeking refuge as displaced people in neighbouring countries. How many others remain in the war zones, living each day with fear and the lack of food, water, medical care, and above all, human affections? In these situations, reason is darkened, and those who feel its effects are the countless ordinary people who end up being added to the already great numbers of those in need. How can we respond adequately to this situation? and to bring relief and peace to all those people in the grip of uncertainty and instability. In this situation of great conflict, we are celebrating the sixth World Day of the Poor. We are asked to reflect on the summons of the Apostle to keep our gaze fixed on Jesus, who, though he was rich, yet for our sakes became poor, so that by his poverty we might become rich. From 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9. During his visit to Jerusalem, Paul met with Peter, James and John, who had urged him not to forget the poor. The community of Jerusalem was experiencing great hardship due to a food shortage in the country. The apostle immediately set about organising a great collection to aid the poverty-stricken. The Christians of Corinth were very understanding and supportive. At Paul's request, on every first day of the week, they collected what they were able to save, and all proved very generous. From that time on, every Sunday, during the celebration of the Holy Eucharist, we have done the same thing, 
pooling our offerings so that the community can provide for the needs of the poor. It is something that Christians have always done with joy and a sense of responsibility to ensure that none of our brothers or sisters will lack the necessities of life. I think at this time of the generosity that in recent years has led entire populations to open their doors, to welcome millions of refugees from wars in the Middle East, Central Africa and now Ukraine. Families have opened their homes to make room for other families and communities have generously accepted many women and children in order to enable them to live with the dignity that is their due. Even so, the longer conflicts last, the more burdensome their consequences become. The people who offer welcome find it increasingly difficult to maintain their relief efforts. Families and communities begin to feel burdened by a situation that continues past the emergency stage. This is the moment for us not to lose heart, but to renew our initial motivation. The work we have begun needs to be brought to completion with the same sense of responsibility. That, in effect, is precisely what solidarity is, sharing the little we have with those who have nothing, so that no one will go without. As members of civil society, let us continue to uphold the values of freedom, responsibility, fraternity and solidarity. And as Christians, let us always make charity, faith and hope the basis of our lives and our actions. Where the poor are concerned, it is not talk that matters. What matters is rolling up our sleeves and putting our faith into practice through a direct involvement, one that cannot be delegated. There is a paradox that today, as in the past, we find hard to accept, for it clashes with our human way of thinking, that there exists a form of poverty that can make us rich. The sense of weakness and limitation that we have experienced in these recent years and now the tragedy of the war with its global repercussions must teach us one crucial thing. We are not in this world merely to survive, but to live a dignified and happy life. The message of Jesus shows us the way and makes us realize that there is a poverty that humiliates and kills and another poverty, Christ's own poverty, that sets us free and brings us peace. The words of the Apostle chosen as the theme of this year's World Day of the Poor present this great paradox of our life of faith. Christ's poverty makes us rich. Paul was able to present this teaching, which the church has spread and borne witness to over the centuries, because God himself, in his son Jesus, chose to follow this path. Because Christ became poor for our sakes, our own lives are illumined and transformed and take on a worth that the world does not appreciate and cannot bestow. Jesus' treasure is his love, which excludes no one and seeks out everyone, especially the marginalised and those deprived of the necessities of life. Just as it was difficult for the Lord's disciples to accept this teaching, so it is for us today as well. Yet Jesus' words are clear. If we want life to triumph over death, and dignity to be redeemed from injustice, we need to follow Christ's path of poverty, sharing our lives out of love, breaking the bread of our daily existence with our brothers and sisters, beginning with the least of them, those who lack the very essentials of life. This is the way to create equality, to free the poor from their misery and the rich from their vanity and both from despair. 
May today's world of the poor be for us a moment of grace. May it enable us to make a personal and communal examination of conscience and to ask ourselves whether the poverty of Jesus Christ is our faithful companion in life. Believing in the light of Christ, which banishes all darkness, let us now bring our needs and the needs of our world before the Lord. For God's holy church, through practicing radical hospitality, may all people know they are welcome and loved in the sight of God. Lord, hear us. For nations torn apart by the ravages of civil war, may civilians be protected and peace restored. Lord, hear us. For young people seeking direction and lives of meaning, may they be emboldened to take up their crosses and follow the Lord of life. Lord, hear us. For all of us, may our fidelity to and love of God ensure the passing on of the faith to future generations. Lord, hear us. Creator God, you have made the world and all that is in it and proclaimed that it is good. Hear our prayers that as faithful disciples, we may take on the task of restoring and repairing creation through the work of our hands. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. We now have the Lord's Prayer sung by Hillsong United. Sing together, Father in heaven. Father in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Our Father. Yeah. 
time is about 10 minutes to 10 and you are listening to Catholic Radio on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, 999am. We now have some news from around the parishes. Columban calendars for 2023 are now for sale, $12 each. Please contact your parish office if you would like one of those. St Vinnie's Op Shop has made some changes. It will now be closed on Mondays and their new opening hours are Tuesday to Friday, 10am to 4pm and Saturday, 9am to 3pm. Donations of good quality toys for Christmas would be, no, would be most welcome. And they have a fill a pillowcase with clothes for $5 deal on now. There are a couple of anointing masses coming up. One on Thursday, the 24th of November, 12.05pm at the Cathedral, followed by hospitality. And there is another on Wednesday, the 7th of December, at 11am at Our Lady of Lourdes. Uh, followed by the seniors' dinner. And if you'd like to go to that one, you will need to RSVP to Donna at the cathedral. For those of you who knew Tony Murphy, the previous CEO of the uh, Diocesan Centre who died last year, there will be a memorial mass for him to celebrate his first anniversary at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit on Friday, 18th of November, so this coming Friday, at 12.05pm. A light lunch will follow and there is no RSVP Required. Right to Reconciliation for Advent uh, is going to be held on the 14th of December at the Cathedral at 7pm. And finally, please keep in your prayers all the children who are being baptised or received into the Catholic Church in our parishes over the coming weeks. We conclude this morning's liturgy with the sign of the cross in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our closing song today is We Are Called by David Haas.
If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.